Yo, what's good, everybody? I got another hit show for y'all tonight. It's going to be a special edition tonight, y'all. I got another good show for y'all to come in today, y'all. While we're getting blessed with Mary J. Blige, I'm going to bless y'all with something. That's right, y'all. Y'all, what's good? All right, welcome to another edition of the Real Sports Show, y'all. I'm your host tonight, Mark, a.k.a. The Vet, live in the den, y'all. So, tonight's show, as I'm getting it crunk in this building, you know what I mean? I'm getting crunk in the building, and, I, you know, there's been a lot going on this week. This week has been a, a, a memorable week, I want to say. Mm-hmm. We found out a lot of things. We found out a lot of truths. We found out a lot of different things going on in Washington. And that's why I'm giving you all a special edition of the Real Sports Show tonight. Because tonight we're going to talk about what's going on in Washington. And the, the, the famous thing that's going on here right now is the QBR change at the helm. Kyle Allen will be starting for the Washington uh, football team this weekend as Alex Smith will back him up also, too, as the backup quarterback. And Dwayne Haskins will be number three. Or Steven Montez might even be number three. Who knows? Coming into this game. But for the most part, we're going to talk about the difference and some of the similarities that we see with going on in Washington that I could foresee seeing. And I'm going to talk a little bit about Haskins today as well, too. But we're going to start talking about Haskins right now. So, Haskins QBR rating as of right now in the league is, is, is right there mid-65, 61% in the league right now. I'm not saying that's not a I'm not saying that's not a bad thing and I'm not saying that's a good thing for a team that we have right now and with us moving forward on our team. What I will say is is this. The boy almost threw for a thousand yards in his first four games. But you know, Haskins had teammates around him telling him clearly, stop eyeing your players downfield before you throw that ball. You're going to get somebody hurt on the field, eyeing your receivers downfield, you know, and that means just, Staring at your receivers. That's all I'm saying is that you're staring down your receivers. You're giving the defense the, the motive. That's where you're going to throw the ball at. Yes, we knew the precautions that picking you up in the draft at number 15, it can always come, bite us in the ass, or it cannot bite us in the ass, and we can find success in a diamond in the rough. 
who only had one year at Ohio State. One year at Ohio State. And, you know, it, it could have turned into something of a diamond in the rough. And it still can be. He still can be a diamond in the rough, though. But are you really in the playbook, man? Are you really out there learning from the other players, these veteran players that are on this team that are trying to tell you something? Because if you watch game film, if you watch what you're doing on the field, if you're studying after the games, if you're coming in, and, and there's a lot of reports that are out there that says Alex Smith will beat him in, his, in the locker room early in mornings before practice. And you should be the, if you're the QB1, if you're QB1, you should damn well be there before everybody turns the lights on in the building. You should damn well be on the field practicing before everybody gets there on the field. Practicing your throws, practicing, practicing your dropbacks, practicing every damn which way you can do. But that's not you. Apparently, that's not what you're doing. Yes, I understand that you're young. You're only 23 years old. I understand that. Maybe, and then I'm hearing a lot of reports from DJ Curry. Y'all know where my boy is. He out there getting reports for us for the show. But, you know, in other words, what I'm saying is, is that you guys are out there just, I mean, you just out there just not focusing. You're, 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 you're still doing the same things that we're trying to tell you to clean up. You're not using your feet on the field. That's number one. You're not using your feet. And your feet are your best options sometimes during a pass rush when the pass rushes are coming at you at your way. It's, it's like you're staring down every receiver in the pocket. You're doing countless number of rookie mistakes. You're having a number of rookie mistakes that you're making on the field. And it's almost as if, damn, should we have played you in the first half of the season or should we have just gotten, or should we have kept you on the bench this season and let you learn the playbook? I'm a fan of making, letting you make rookie mistakes in your first year out there. Uh, letting you go out there and just make all the rookie mistakes that you can make. At least you see it on camera. At least you see it on game footage. Look at all your mistakes that you were making. You only gave this boy five games last year. Really. Then, before then, you put him in desperate situations where you tried to win a game. Where you had a real coaching staff that did not want you on their team, period. The owner wanted you on the team, but not a damn soul on that coaching staff wanted you on the team. You was in a no-win situation last year. Even if you wanted to be QB1 this year, there's also been a lot of reports that you were studying with, with Coach Rivera. You still wanted to be underneath Coach Rivera. You wanted to do this. You sat down at lunch tables with him. You stayed there with Coach Rivera the whole way through practice. But the question is, are you learning anything in practice? Are you retaining the information that they're telling you in practice? Are you going over it step by step by step? Know where your execution plays are. Know who your key receivers are in each play. Know what you have to do in each play. Know if the play shuts down, how to get out of the situation and create more opportunities for your team. 
Are you doing that on the field? Are you creating on the field is the question. And to answer that question, you're not creating on the field. Yes, you could throw the ball 300 yards. You could do all that stuff, but it's not effective. And there's a lot of talk that a lot of teammates are getting tired of it. That you're about to get them hurt on the field because you're throwing the ball right there to the player that they see you throwing the ball to. You have a good arm. You have a good head on your shoulders. I admire you a lot, Haskins, but God damn, boy, you got to come out there and give us something to fight for. Now, I understand that, you know, Washington is not giving you all of the, I mean, I'm not giving you all of the blame. No, hell no. Not giving you all of the blame for this, for this monstrosity that we have of a team right now. We're sitting at one and three. I'm not putting all the blame on you. No, I'm not. Because there's damn near a front line that's not protecting you on the front line. I do see some growth in you. I do. I really do see some growth in you. I do see some growth in your play a little bit. Every game I see something grow. Every game I see a little more every other game. Every game that you play, I see a little bit more stunt and a little bit more growth in you. But the true question is, is that can you continue to grow and learn from this, this first time out being on the bench now? Can you learn from it? You have to clean up these mistakes that you're making on the football field. Coach Rivera is here to help you. Not all the same. Not, I'm not always pointing the finger. I'm not going to always point the finger at you and just your mistakes. I blame some of the mistakes on the coach, too, because the coaching staff didn't put a good front line in front of you. But you also got to know your assignments on defense. How is the defense standing up towards you? What are the defenses in? Are they in the zone or are they in the man? What passing plays can I audible to on the field that will get me a first down on the field? How can I run this ball if I need to and get away from the pass defenders? From the pass rush, I should say. What is your motivation that's going forward that's going to help you out and getting to where you need to go? What is the motivation that's going to help you? Because each and every time frame I see you on the field, you're laughing at over on the sidelines, you're having fun, you're doing what you do best on the sidelines, you're having fun. But I don't see you on that tablet as much. Mm-mm. I don't see you in the coach's ears that much. I don't see you in Coach Rivera's ear talking to the coach saying, look, I need to know a play. I need to know what to do, coach. I need to know where do I stand at, coach? What do I need to work on? I seen you in the practice field. Ladies and gentlemen, I seen a man on the practice field standing by, didn't have a playbook in hand, hands crossed, standing on the sidelines as everybody else was practicing. How can you tell me that you're ready to go back in the game if you're on the sidelines, not doing a damn thing on the sidelines? You're not hurt. You're not uh, injured. You're not anything in the lines. They didn't put you in a practice squad to not do any damn thing. 
You are the third string quarterback. Your ass need to be on that field every damn day of the week, throwing the ball, practicing your throws, practicing your no look throws, practice your no look throws, vision your plays in your head or where your receiver needs to be at, and throw it crossbody on them. You need to bring the team together. You need to get this team back around you like they did last year. And I'm not even just going to say all the blame is on you. Not really. I'm not going to put all the blame on you that much. No, I'm not. You don't even really have a solid run game going for you right now. But that's the audibles that you can make and adjustments on the line that you need to make because they don't know where the pass defenders are coming from. You need to audible sometime, friends, out of a play and pick a new damn play. That's why you are the star. That's why you are the captain of the offense. That's why you are a starter on the offense. But this is also the reasons why you're not the starter right now because you're not audibly out of plays. You're not adjusting to what the defense is giving you. You're not looking at what the defense is giving you. You're not throwing the ball downfield. Hell, I don't give a damn if you threw an interception downfield because the play was open for you. If you saw the play open for you one time frame, throw that some bitch. Throw it. And be proud that you made a throw downfield that your receiver can catch. Now, I did see spotlights of an up-tempo offense that you were smooth in. You were good to go in. You got us a touchdown on a smooth, up-tempo offense against the Cleveland Browns. I've seen the up-tempo offense. I've seen how it worked for you. You're better in an up-tempo offense than you was in a slow offense. You need to become a game manager. If we're up by seven, you need to game manage the ball. Rivera, you need to game manage the clock. Because if you put yourself in a situation where you're down seven, or you're down 10 points and we score again, we can go up again on the scoreboard. There's a lot of dysfunction going on in this team. A lot of dysfunction, a lot of things that we need to tweak and make work on this team. Now, which is also going to bring me to my next topic at hand, Kyle Allen. Kyle Allen. But I'm going to hold off on him just for a second, though. Just for a millisecond. I'm going to hold off on him for a millisecond. I'm going to talk about him in a minute. Learn the playbook, Haskins. Learn the playbook. Learn from everybody else that's on this team. Listen to your wide receivers. Listen to the defense, the players that's on the field. Because they're telling you exactly what you need to know. Don't be so hard-headed not to listen to your defensive players who are telling you exactly pro defenses that are out there that are telling you what you're doing wrong. How you're going to get somebody hurt on the field. You keep staring down the receivers and uh, Sean Davis or Thomas Davis, or whatever his name is, was on the field with you, on the practice field with you, and told you exactly, look at the game film. Look at the game film of what you're doing. You're staring down the receiver. 
you're going to get somebody hurt. Hot damn if you don't get somebody hurt on the field and that causes the game. Because you're staring them down as they're going downfield. You already know where you want to throw the ball to before the player gets there. And you're throwing an interception right then and there. That cost us the game against Cleveland. Baltimore game, we were in it. We was in it. You're you're sitting on the you're sitting in the locker room combining you're talking about your stats in the locker room. Who the fuck cares about your stats in the locker room, bro? Who cares? Nobody cares about stats. What we care about is the progression on the field. What we care about is can you win as a football game? Again. Can your play win as a football game? Can your play get us a touchdown on the field? Can your play put the defense in a promising position to stay off the field for more than 15 minutes? More than 30 minutes. Can they stay off the field for that? Can your defense rest up before they got to rush back on the field? The same things that's been going on in Washington are the same things that's going on today. The defense is on the field way too much. And there's not enough points on the scoreboard for the defense to be on the field that much. We need to execute a running game. We need to execute a passing game. We need to execute a secondary. We need to execute a front line to protect our quarterbacks and protect our running backs. No, I'm not putting all the blame on one person. No, I'm not. But one person is getting all the blame right now before our foes, for, for all his failures that he's doing on the field. And he's a one-year rookie. You might as well say he's a one-year rookie on the field. That did he, A, need to start this year? Or B, did he need to learn the playbook some more and get a familiarity with Ron Rivera? With... um. God dang it. And and I know I'm going on a rampage here a little bit, everybody. And I done forgot our dog on offensive coordinator name. Oh man. Um it, it's okay. It'll come to me in a minute, though. But he need to get familiarity with the offensive coordinator and knows what he likes to do and see how he reads the field while he's on the field. That's why he gets paid the big bucks to call the plays. Scott Turner. That's what his name is. Scott Turner. You need to get familiar with Scott Turner's playbook. You need to get familiar with Ron Rivera's playbook. You need to get familiarity with everybody on the team and get some doggone progress going with yourself. And stop standing on the sidelines. I swear, if I see another practice with you standing on the sidelines, I'm not rooting for you anymore. I don't give a damn if coach told you to sit down and not play. Get a playbook in your hand and start reading plays. Start reading the playbook. Every quarterback that we have ever had, besides Kirk Cousins, has read the uh, didn't some of them didn't even read the playbook. Some of them just went out there. And I'm talking about like RG3, who couldn't read defense at the time frame. Had a little bit of a big head at the time frame. But there was players like Jason Campbell who went in three different systems at one time frame. And you talking about why this man couldn't proceed, I mean, couldn't succeed in the damn NFL. 
We wonder why. We wonder why. But on another token, too, like I said, I see some progress. I see less progress. But the thought in mind, though, is, is that can we move forward with our offense, with Kyle Allen? Now I begin to break down Kyle Allen's perspective right now. We got a three-year vet on the team. We got somebody that's coming in the game that has familiarity with Coach Ron Rivera. We got somebody that's familiar with Scott Turner's offense and how he likes to run it and how, we, how he knows the plays because he just came out of there. But this is also the same quarterback that you had starting. You had the same quarterback starting, and you got fired because you lost the game against us. The team formerly known as the Washington Redskins, you lost against us, Coach Rivera, and you was fired. And you had better talent on your team at that time frame. You, let me say this again. You have better talent on your team than you do now. This team is young. This team is hungry. I wouldn't say too hungry, though, but I want to know. I want to see the fierceness in this team. I need to see the hunger pains for at least a playoff run. Now, you have developed a win-now mentality. You have developed now that we have to go out there and win now before it's too late. At first, in the beginning of the season, Coach Rivera, I know I'm talking about, I know I want to say Kyle Allen, and I'm going to talk about him in a minute, really in depth. But Coach Rivera, you developed a win-now mentality. You said, no, we're not going to win later. We're going to win now. So this is why you're starting Kyle Allen now to see if he can move the offense a little bit better than than Dwayne Haskins did. If, If Kyle Allen doesn't move the offense better, your next backup quarterback to him will be Alex Smith, and do we really need Alex Smith to go back in the game and get hurt again, and then now he's done for the rest of the year. Now he's done for the rest of his career. If anything, I would have, if anything, if anything, Dwayne and Kyle both need to be in his ear, both need to be talking to him in the quarterback's room, and how to get better at being a quarterback. Do I think that Kyle Allen can show progress on the field? Yes, I do. Because he knows the coach. He knows the familiarity with offense. He knows the offense by the back of his hand. Does he know what patterns to run? Can he throw it downfield? Would he take a shot downfield if it was open? Would he stare down receivers? I don't believe he will. I don't see him doing it. I haven't seen him done it in Carolina. When he was in Carolina, he was making good throws. He was making some good passes, though. But it wasn't enough. Carolina still didn't go to the damn playoffs. They still didn't go to the playoffs, but they had a better record than Washington last year. I tell you that for damn sure. Even with Coach Rivera being fired, they still had a better season than the Washington football team. I don't see, I, I, I really don't foresee that, you know, can we beat the Rams this week? Can we not? I mean, are we going to beat the Rams this week? I don't know. To be honest with you, Aaron Donald is a fierce competitor. Aaron Donald is a is a is a, a man eater of quarterbacks. 
He eats quarterbacks for breakfast if you give him the time to. If you give him the opportunity to eat a quarterback alive, he will every single down. Can this front line protect Kyle Allen the way it was supposed to protect Dwayne Haskins and give him time enough to pass in the pocket? To answer that question, I do not believe so. They're going to attack the weak side, which is the left side of the offense, continuously. They're going to get. Uh, they're going to keep attacking the left side and keep getting pressure on the quarterback on the left side until this coach or until this football team goes out there and finds a dominant left tackle that can protect the quarterback, like we had in Trent Williams, an All-Pro left tackle. Can you find a left tackle that's going to protect the quarterback is the question. Can we get a left tackle to protect the quarterback is the question. Can Cal Allen get at least five seconds, five to seven seconds in the pocket when the pocket really only can close down now in three to, in three to five seconds, it closes up. And I mean, in the three seconds that you see it, the defender's coming off the left side and hitting the quarterback. Or the quarterback's running for his life and he's throwing on a run. Or he's forced to throw the ball into a pocket where it's small. Or he's forced to throw the ball when he doesn't want to and it's picked off for a pick six in the back by the defense. They're going to attack the right side of this offensive line because Brandon Sheriff is down. Brandon Sheriff is down. So really, what does this offensive line have for me to prove? What does this offensive line really have to prove? They're weak. It's a weak offensive line. We have truly developed a weak offensive line. And to be honest with everybody, I don't foresee how we can grow with a weak offensive line that we have. If anything, you need to put these boys in some more training or anything, we need to get bigger and faster on the offensive line. We need to get stronger on the offensive line. We need to be able to react quickly to pass rushes. We need to be able to react quickly to the run defense that they're presenting to us. Open up them lanes. Open up the holes in the middle so that these runners can run through the holes. Our running backs need to be able to run through lanes. If they're not getting at least five yards per carry, we're not doing shit on the field. We're not doing a damn thing on the field if we don't have a running attack going for us. We're not doing nothing on the field if our running backs can't get five yards of carry. Our run game sucks. And even if you get 55 yards, in a game, you still suck in the running game. We still suck in the run game. That's why you can't open up the passing lanes because our run game sucks. The running game sucks. Now, I was here to talk about my offense. I was here to talk about my defense, too. Secondary is garbage. But I won't tell nobody else that, though.
But if you ask me on the streets if, if, as a fan, I would tell you we had the best damn team in the league. And wouldn't lie and would and would stare you in your face and tell you the same exact thing. But I'm not gonna lie on this show, and I'm not gonna tell y'all no BS on this show. Our secondary is trash. There's no goddamn way you're gonna tell me a ball can sail over your head and you don't go to the ball. You can't read what the offensive player is doing because y'all too busy focusing on the runner and not the ball. They're getting too many yards on the doggone run game. They're getting too many doggone yards in the passing game. To my liking. To my liking. We need better tackling. We need better pass coverage. We need better run coverage. With the predator coming back, I need him to get to the quarterback a little bit more. I need Ryan Kerrigan. I need Montez Sweat to step it up a little bit. Matt Ioannidis is gone for the season. I need y'all three to step up a little bit more. Tim Settle, I need your fat ass to get out there and step it up just a little bit more. Break these tackles down. Get over the line and get to the quarterback or get to the running back. Watch where the player is going. Kerrigan, you've been a dance, man. Kerrigan, you've been on the team too damn long not to understand. You've been in the league too damn long not to understand what's a run and what's a pass. Where the ball is going and where the ball ain't going. God damn it, y'all got linebackers. Linebackers. That should be picking up on runs and, 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 and passing. Get to the ball. Tackle the person. Don't let him run around the... Don't go for the legs. Don't go for that. Grab him by his body and put him on the ground. Put him on the ground. Stop bullshitting with these players. Y'all keep going for them legs. Go for the body and bring him down. You should be game tackling a person on the field. Not necessarily getting them hurt. No, I'm not saying that and I'm not encouraging that. Y'all should be able to get on the field and get off the field on fourth down, on third down situations, you should be back 10 yards. You should push it back 10 yards. You should be able to hold them on a third down situation. Our third down percentages suck. Third down percentages suck. But y'all want a Super Bowl. Y'all want the playoffs. And our third down percentage on defense sucks. Third down percentage on offense sucks. You're damn near not moving the ball at all. And don't let me get to the fucking field goal kicker neither. Because the field goal kicker can go somewhere else for right now. I'm highly disappointed in Dustin Hopkins. Because he's been missed four damn field goals. In point blank range. Point blank range. You was kicking that last year like it was no problem. You've been doing that all your career. You've been doing it perfectly. All last year, you was doing it perfectly. This year, I'm just trying to tell you this year, you suck ass. Maybe that's the wake-up call. Maybe that's the thing we need to start saying about this team. Maybe we all really need to start coming out and telling the truth 
about this team a little bit, though. Maybe we really need to tell you, tell them to their faces, y'all suck. I'm tired of holding back. I'm tired of saying the same damn things that y'all need to work on. Your mechanics, your doggone defense, your offense, special damn teams. God damn. I mean, when is it going to quit? When is it going to end for this team to at least give me a progress? If I got to give y'all damn a progress report, every game, coaches, y'all need to be on their asses every game. In the middle of the game, you need to be in their face and get your ass up and stand up on this game. We need to be out there on the field. We need to be standing up. Nobody should be resting on the field until we win the game. Even when we win a game, you said don't get comfortable. You should have humbleism. You should be humble after a win, humbled after a loss. We got three damn losses in a row after the Philly game. That's three losses after the Philly game. I'm tired of seeing losses on the record. I'm tired of being humble to a loss. I'm humble for it because we can learn from our mistakes. But how many goddamn times can we learn from a mistake if we're not learning? We're not doing what we have to do to make the corrections on the field or make the dedication on the field that we need to make. We need more time. To develop this team, this young team, Landon, Landon Collins, I love you to death, bro, but you got to step it up a little bit more too. You are a team captain for a reason on the defensive side. I need you to step it up a little bit more. I need you to get these boys ready. I don't need. I need you in their asses, on their in their face, every game they make a mistake on the field. I don't give a damn if they don't listen to you. Put their asses on the bench. Hey, coach. He don't want to learn. Put his ass on the bench. You're a team captain. Get in that ass. Get in that ass. And make it count. When we make good plays on the field, you see a difference. When we make bad plays on the field, you see a difference. They're putting up points on the they're putting up more points. We're starting too slow. We're not starting as fast as we normally used to. I can say last year we was a first-half team. Now this year I'm saying we're a second-half team trying to catch up. In so many game situations, in so many game situations, we are playing catch-up and not playing game managing. When you get up 14 Game manage. When you get up 15 to 21 or you're up by 10, game manage. Not in the second half, go downfield in the second in the, in the first and second quarter. Go downfield all you want to. But when it comes down to the fourth quarter, it's time to game manage the game. Run that ball, run the clock down. If we can't do that effectively, then we're going to keep losing every game that I foresee coming about. 
then everybody's prediction of this team is going to come true. Everybody's prediction about us that we're not going to win another game at all this year if we don't effectively learn how to game manage the game and take advantages of the defense when they give us the opportunity to. Hell, are we going to lose to the Giants? And the Giants suck. One year ago, we lost to every 0-5 team that started out. We lost to every 0-5 team. They were 0-5. We was 0-3. We lost. We gave them their first win. Any team that was 0-5, we gave them their first win. We couldn't put a 6 on their board. We couldn't put a 5 on their board of 0-5. We lost. But y'all expect me to say this team doesn't suck? Come on, man. Y'all got to get this game together. I need to see more fire. I need to see more intensity. I need to see a lot more in this game. It's time to wake up in Washington. We need to back. We need to get back to our old roots. We need to get back to our old stomping grounds. We need to get back to everything that we was doing right in the game before. Kyle, I wish you the best of luck, man. I do. I'm going to root for you regardless. I'm going to root for you. But just know that you got an offense that we got to push forward with, baby. But everybody stand by. We're going to take a quick commercial break, and we'll be right back with more of the Riddle Sports Show. Um, stay tuned because we got more of Kyle Allen's storyline, and we're going to talk about it a little bit more once we get back off this, off this um, our commercial. Hey, y'all. It's Tony. I'm here today to tell you about my small business called Financially Tone. Financially Tone provides bookkeeping services to small service-based businesses who are looking to free themselves from the stress and confusion of dealing with the books on their own and who want to devote more time to other things like growing their business, traveling, or spending time with their family. We provide full bookkeeping services, which includes accounts receivable, accounts payable, payroll. We also provide cleanup services and QuickBooks setup. If you're interested, please reach out to us and let us know how we can help. You can reach us on our website at financiallytone.com. You heard it here first on The Realist Sports Show. All right, everybody, we're back live in the den. We were just talking about the Washington football team and how bad we need to, how bad we need to change our offense, how bad we need to change our defense, and how bad we need to change everything and, and, and really experience the cultural change that we need to have in D.C. today. We need to bring back D.C. football. We need to bring back the love, the support, the fan base. We need to bring everybody back in. We need to show our love for our team. We need to tell our team when they suck, we they suck. We need to be able to be honest with our team and let them know that we're tired of them sucking and we need them to grow up and be grown men on the field and push forward. I'm not saying that this team... Is as bad as everybody really said. They, yeah, they are. But 
I'm not saying that, that there's no room for growth. There's no growth in this team. That this team is not growing upward. They're not they're not getting the job done as well as they can do. They're not showing progress on the field. They're not showing that they can get out there on the field and do what they can do. What I'm saying here is, is that we need to do better. We have to get better. Wherever we show progress at, we need to show more progress somewhere else. We need to keep that progress in that area where we're going good at, and we need to show more progress going forward. And the only way we can do that is if we grow as a team and we get out there and we actually start winning more football games. And our next competitor is going to come in here and smack us right in our faces by the time frame we get on the field. They're going to smack us in the face. They're going to smack us in the face. Now, am I counting this as a loss on our record? Yes, I already did. One in four starting out the season. One in four. But I could be wrong. I could be wrong. We could go two and three. Hell, can we, re- can we retain number one in the division? Can we put the back? Can we put the ball and the team on the back of Kyle Allen going forward? The answer and the choices will be solved on Sunday in this game, in a must-win game situation. Are we going to show some growth in this game? Or are we going to still be the same old-ass team that I've been seeing on the field come out there, play in the first, play sorry in the first quarter, play sorry in the second quarter, and come out and try to play some comeback kids in the third and fourth quarter, like we're the damn Dallas Cowboys or some shit. We're not the Dallas Cowboys. We're the Washington football team, and we need to act like we're the Washington football team. We need to act like it, and we need to be that way. We need to be that way. And damn it, if we don't show it, we're never going to grow as a team. We're never going to be the team that everybody is expecting us to be. But that is all I have for you guys for tonight on the Riddle Sports Show. Um, remember, everybody, please go out there and vote, 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 vote until Election Day. Vote and vote and vote some more. Get your teammates, get your fans, get everybody that's around you to go out there and vote. I don't give a damn who you vote for. Just vote. We need to vote, vote, and vote, everybody. Just go out there and vote and do what you got to do. I made my vote. I did my casting of my voting. I did it already, everybody. Do early balloting. Do the mail-in votes. Go out there and vote at the poll lines. If you feel comfortable with doing them, make sure you wear your mask. Make sure you got everything you need on for your protection going forward, everybody. Please vote, vote, and vote, all right? I love y'all, and I'll see y'all on the, I'll talk to y'all Monday. No, actually, I won't talk to y'all on Monday night. We'll talk to y'all back again on Wednesday morning, everybody, with another edition of the Real Sports Show. I'm your host tonight, Mark, a.k.a. The Vet, and y'all been lovely. Mary J. Blige, take us out, baby. All right, y'all. Yeah. That's how we're going to do this tonight with Mary J. Hey, the ration, toleration.
And I'm out, y'all. Peace and one love.